Hi guys, I'm Julian. I'm Preston. And, and this, this is the Anderson, Anderson Weekly Football, Football Recap. Preseason week two. Welcome back to the Anderson Weekly Football Recap. Welcome to all. We have great news. The Ravens won't stop winning preseason games as they beat the Cardinals 24 to 17. Man. What do you mean, nah? Man. 22 straight. 21 Ooh. means nothing. 22 is now the greatest number of all time. The Cardinals, bye-bye Hollywood. I'm over you now. We have Rashad Bateman, and we're going to the Super Bowl. We're good. 22 in a row. Tyler Huntley playing out of his mind. Isaiah Likely playing out of his mind. And the Cardinals, you lost. You tried to stop us, and you failed. What do you have to say? Did you say Super Bowl? Like, yeah. I, I don't, I don't think I heard you correctly. Can you, can you say that again? We're going to the Super Bowl. No, you're not. Um, I think that just because the Ravens have have won another preseason game, it's against the Cardinals. And once again, preseason game, it don't matter in the long run. Honestly, there's not even starters in the. It's the preseason Cardinals. Of course that the Ravens were going to win against the preseason Cardinals. This is what everybody thought would happen. And oh wait, oh wait, it happened. So what? The only streak, you're just mad because the only streak the Bears have is a streak of drafting bad quarterbacks. So, we're going to talk about more about this Ravens How game. Tyler Huntley, of course he played out of his mind. Three, 13 for 14, only missed one pass. 129 yards and a touchdown. Mm -hmm. Anthony Brown, the backup. 10 for 13, 91 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception that we won't talk about. Tyler Batty. <laughs> so Tyler Batty. He's a baddie. <laughs> baddie. 12 carries, 34 yards. Mike Davis, 6 <laughs> carries, 18, 18 yards. yards. Tyler Huntley, 2 carries, Nine yards. Let's go on to the receiving. Isaiah Likely, a hundred yards in one half from a rookie. A rookie. I don't know what you're yelling at me for. I I I I, I think that this this is misguided. You're you're being a little bit misguided right now. I think that Isaiah Likely preseason game. Yeah, he did good. He's a rookie, but you gotta like calm it down a little bit, okay? Because Isaiah Likely. Eight eight receptions, one hundred yards. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna play. I'm not gonna downplay him. That was an exceptional performance. But mm. you are getting a bit too hype over this preseason win against the Cardinals. Like honestly, sometimes you gotta just sit down and realize if our biggest record, if the thing that we're proudest of is preseason games. <laughs> What really is our franchise? <laughs> hey, it's okay. You haven't had a streak since 2010. I understand your pain. I know what it's like to be a Bears fan. No, I don't. Because I don't live in treachery. But it's okay. We've all been there. You're grounded. Let's talk <laughs> about the Cardinals, shall we? Now, the Cardinals, of course, lost. 
We released mm-hmm. Trace McSorley, and now he's a Cardinal, and he got to have his revenge game. He didn't get revenge. Oh, really? Eight for eight, 18 for 34, 229 yards. That's, he threw two interceptions. 229 yards, though. That's revenge if I've ever seen it. Two interceptions. 229 yards. He lost. Okay. Now let's talk about the rushing. Jared Garantino? What does that say? Whatever. I don't want to butcher it. One carry, 15 yards, nothing. Now, Trace McSorley had five carries, five yards, and a touchdown. He's the only one that could rush for a touchdown. He had to do it all by himself, and he's the quarterback. What does that make you think of? Now, let's talk about the receiving. Victor Bolden Jr. had a pretty standout performance. Five catches, 66 yards. He averaged 13.2 yards of Mm -hmm. of reception. He did not do too shabby, if you ask me. And then you have Andy Isabella, um, five five receptions, just like Victor, um, but a little bit less yards, 54 yards. Um, that is a 10.8 yard average. Still a good performance by uh, Andy, um, but I think that Victor Bowden Jr., uh, he had a better performance. I think that he did um, good in this game. If it weren't against the... If it were against any, probably any other team except the Ravens, I think that the Cardinals would have pulled away with this win because Trace. Help. Ma- but continue. Because Trace McSorley, he had a pretty good game, two hundred twenty-nine yards. Honestly, against any other, against any other team, of course the Ravens, their defense is <laughs> is is amazing now because now that their defense isn't all watching games from the hospital. Um, the defense can actually do things. Um, so I think that if the Cardinals were against, um, say the Seahawks, the Seahawks would get pounded, absolutely destroyed. Um, the Cardinals had a good game. It's just unfortunate that they had to go against the Ravens. (laughs) Now let's switch up and talk about the Bills and the Broncos. Mm -hmm. I had the Broncos as my favorite. Heavy favor, you could say. I had them up by 10. We, but you can only have so much faith in the Broncos. We were dead wrong. Incredi- incredibly wrong. The Broncos put 15 points on the Bills. Yeah, you think that would be, okay, pretty nice game. But no, the Bills had 42 points against the Broncos 15. Dead wrong doesn't even begin to cover. It doesn't. This is just... This is just sad. This is embarrassing, honestly. Um, I want to say um, sorry to the Bills because um, we thought that the Broncos could actually do something. Um, Broncos, we weren't supposed to have faith in you. Um, that's our fault. Um, we're going to co- we're, we are going to correct our actions, and <laughs> this will not happen again. I can assure you. <laughs> we will always make sure to put no faith in you. We will always make sure to. Just hold. We will always make sure to not count on you guys. We 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 will do better. All right. Mm-hmm. We we understand we're learning from our mistakes. Um, if this is a punishment, this is the worst one. Um, I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. Um, the 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 Bills just. Oh my God. Um, Case Keenum of all people. Yes, he's back. He was good on the Vikings. Went to the championship. Got destroyed by the Eagles. But mm-hmm. now he's back. He's on the Bills. Through for almost 200 yards and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. 
Josh Allen was in the game three for three, um, 45 yards. Um, but all in all, this was just a disgusting blowout. This just was the disgusting act by the Buffalo Bills. If you get it, you get it. Now let's talk about the Lions and the Colts. Oh, boy. The Colts? I want to ask what happened. How could, how did you let the Lions beat you? The the Colts, honestly, I don't think anybody, not even the not even the people who dream the most, dream that the Lions could do it. <laughs> honestly, the Lions are just that one team that you expect to be at the bottom. You just expect them to not win. The Colts are 0-2, so not only they didn't just fumble the bag here, the bag has been on the floor the entire preseason. <laughs> now, we know that Matt Ryan is on the Colts. We all know that he loves choking. We all know that choking is just his thing. He wasn't even in the game. How do you lose this bad? Well, they, I mean, it, you can't say this bad. It was one point, but still, one point? Decides one game. The game was even. Just the Detroit Lions had the touchdown. The Colts got the touchdown and to potentially tie the and to potentially win the game, they went for two. They didn't get it. They choked and Matt Ryan wasn't there to be it. I know Matt Ryan is livid. He didn't get to choke with his team, <laughs> and I get it. And I completely get it. <laughs> Philip Lindsay, I'm a big fan. If only you had more carries but we'll cover that later next up we're going to talk about the giants and the Bengals. now the Bengals, being a super bowl team you would expect that they could be the bottom feeders the giants the giants stay at the bottom the giants live at the bottom the giants thrive at the bottom the giants how do you thrive at the bottom it's the giants don't don't, don't worry about that um, Did you just tell me not to worry about that? The Giants have won not only against the Cincinnati Bengals, but they won the Week One preseason game. So that makes you think: Does the do the Giants just have that type of fire in them this time? No. Like, are the Giants just gonna like actually win a couple games? No. Because let me tell you why. They're in New York. <laughs> well, technically, New Jersey. The only New York team that can do good is the Bills. Sometimes not even the Bills. Mm-hmm. But the Giants won this game because of one reason and one reason only. Davis Webb. Davis Who Webb. is Davis Webb, you ask? Davis Webb is a quarterback. Quarterback that had over 200 yards and two touchdowns. You can't ask for any better from a preseason quarterback, can you? Mm-hmm. Well, yes, you can. <laughs> you can ask for, I don't know, a 22-game winning streak. Ah. You can ask for um, a historic mark in the NFL history. You can ask for, okay. I don't know, a team in Baltimore, a team with a Purple Raven logo. But now, but now um, seeing how Davis Webb... Um, 22 out of 27 passes completed, 204 yards, actually a great game. But Daniel Jones, um, he was the, uh, giant, he was the Giants, um, starting quarterback last year. And, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. he did, he did worse than Davis Webb. Oh my. Somehow. <laughs> Davis Webb now 
I want to ask you this. Who has heard of Davis Webb? Because I know it ain't me. And Daniel Jones, the starter, did worse than him. Daniel Jones had 14, was 14 for 16 in passing, 116 yards, and no touchdowns, one interception. Of course. Davis Webb, no interceptions, two touchdowns. Can't be Danny Dimes without an interception. Well, that will wrap up our reaction to week two. Next up, we will do our, re our predictions for week three. Second, our predictions for upcoming games. Now let's talk about our predictions for week three. We're going to start off with the Bears and the Browns. The Browns are going to beat the Bears. No. Respectfully, that's not going to happen. Respectfully. Uh, now, let's, now let's start with the Bears. The Bears, Justin Fields is, he needs an O-line, for the love of God. I want to see Justin Fields survive Sorry, in the backfield just as much as anybody else. He, he has a similar play style to Lamar Jackson. Of course, I want to see mm -hmm. the man succeed, but he's dying back there. Are you Somebody sure you want to see him succeed? Because you're sending a lot of mixed messages. You saying that you want you saying that you want him to succeed, but also you slander the Bears at every waking moment you can. Now, What's the, what do you want? What do you want them to do good or not? Now I want them. I don't want to get grounded. That's why I want the. I, that's why I don't want Justin Fields to die in the backfield. Oh, so <laughs> so we're going to talk about the Bears' line. We're not going to talk about the Bears online. We're going to start with their wide receiver crisis. Um, Darnell Mooney, thousand yard receiver, put up in I put up a nearly identical season with um with Terry McLaurin, a star receiver, scary Terry, very good. They had almost identical years last year, but mm -hmm. Darnell Mooney gets no hype. He's criminally underrated, and Criminal. he and he was tearing the Ravens apart inside of that game. I props to him for that. Now, I think that the Bears defense without Khalil Mack. It's going to be a scary situation. Eddie Jackson, we all know he's past his prime. That secondary will need a little bit of help. They don't have Kyle Fuller because he's on the Ravens now. Um, I think the Bears mainly need help at O-line. Receiver, Darnell Mooney is going to do his thing. I'm not too worried about mm -hmm. the receiver core. Now, their defense, I am going to worry about. Their D-line, not really. Their linebackers and their secondary. That's where all the holes are. Um, now, I think that now that Khalil Mack is gone, he's on the Chargers now. Hmm. Honestly, the Chargers were uh, were an okay team in my eyes. I didn't have anything against the Chargers. Now, I have everything against the Chargers. The Chargers, <laughs> they know what they did. They know why they did it. They did it because they were like, oh, hey, look at that kid. He like he likes the Bears. How about this? Take the linebacker. Take the linebacker. Take the defense. No more. No more joy. Take his joy. That's what they did. They took my joy. They do still have Roquan Smith, even though he was almost gone to the Ravens, man. He's mid. He was almost on the Ravens. Roquan Smith is absolutely not mid. He was your leading tackler last year. How dare you call him mid? How do I respect your star? How do I respect your highest rated player more than you do? That's crazy to me. If you go on any website, you will see that you will see that Roquan Smith is the highest rated player on the Bears. And he was almost gone. If he was gone, your defense is grass. That's I'm not gonna lie. That's kind of facts. But 
I'm not, but also Khalil Mack was was higher rated than Roquan Smith. Now that he's gone, we now only we have one less one less good defender, and that takes our total of good defenders down to one. So how many defenders are supposed to be on a team? Eleven. They have one good one. Ah. <laughs> now let's talk about the Ravens and the Commanders. Oh boy. Um. Now let's talk about the Commanders because we all know the Ravens are going to win this game. They have a very terrible O line. Their D line, Chase Young, very good. Um. They have Jonathan Allen. I'm pretty sure still pretty good. Carson Wentz. We're not going to talk about him. He he has he had all the hype in the world. Mm-hmm. He went he he even won a Super Bowl on the bench. But I think that Carson Wentz, if it's it's do or die for him now. If he doesn't at least make the postseason this year, it's not looking good for his career as a total. And JD McKissick and JD McKissick. I think he's going to have a good year. As a commander, I think that the running game is going to be very good this year. The only issue is the O-line. It has more holes than than a piece of Swiss cheese. But the D-line is there. The secondary is there. Did you know that the commanders have the first white cornerback since the year 2002? <laughs> is that a thing? Yeah, it is a thing. There has there has not been a white cornerback in the NFL since 2002. And the Commanders have them. Their secondary is there. Their secondary is pretty good. Their defense as a total might just carry this team. Now, I don't know if they're going to win the division by any means. Go they do have the, they do have the easiest schedule in the NFL. They're going to need it. But <laughs> I think that the Ravens are still going to win this game because it's the Ravens in the preseason. You're not you're not going to beat them. Um, I agree with you that the Ravens are going to win the game. It's not like anyone cares. It's not like it matters. Mm-hmm. It's the preseason. You are, every every single time, every single time, the Ravens fans are always talking about, oh, we have 22 preseason games in a row. But how many regular season games do you have? Now Whoa. let's talk about the Rams versus the Bengals. Now before we talk about their preseason game, let's talk about the brawl they had at a joint practice. That's right. They got into a joint practice after the Super Bowl, For which doesn't reason. make sense. Aaron Donald was collecting Bengals helmets and swinging ba- and swinging them at Bengals players. Mm-hmm. Not great. Not not a good look, especially for especially for one of the greatest defenders of all time. He's on that list. He's up there. Now, and he's swinging. He's swinging his way up. He is swinging his way to the top. Now, the Rams and the Bengals. Now it is the preseason. I think that the Bengals are going to win. Now, they, they do have a chip on their shoulder because they lost the Super Bowl. It is still the preseason, but the Bengals are probably going to take this as a revenge game and win. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a statement for their backup players, and I think Joe Burrow might play inside of this one, and he might take a little bit of revenge with his old buddy Jamar Chase, and I think that they are going to win. And I want to see Joe Mixon play because, as I stated earlier, I am a Joe Mixon fan. I want to see Joe Mixon play. I want to see Joe Mixon do his touchdown dances because the Rams are going to lose. I'm calling it. The Rams are going to lose 37-30. to 30. I still want it to be a closer game. You know, your uncle's not going to like that. Oh, well. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Now, 37 to 30. My uncle's best player 
collected helmets, and went Miles Garrett on a football team. That's not legal, Ducky. Yeah. It's I, a bad thing. I didn't totally say anything. That, that was her. Yeah. But uh, 37 to 30, that's a pretty high score for a preseason game. Now, I'm not going to act like a high score in a preseason game can't happen because we already discussed um, the Bills' absolute slaughter of a preseason game. Um, but I think that the score is just going to be a little bit lower. May, let's maybe say 27 to 24. Um, I agree with you that the Bengals are probably going to take this one because the Bengals, they're angry now. They, they, they won it. I think that the Bengals are going to want it a little bit more than the Rams because the Bengals, number one, have that chip on their shoulder. They lost the Super Bowl. They're coming back. They won it this time. Well, they wanted it last time, but <laughs> they wanted more this time. And after the fight broke out at um the joint practice between the between the Rams and the Bengals, I think that the Bengals are the Bengals are fired up. The Bengals are angry. The Bengals have that momentum. They have that dog in them. That dog is biting today. And before we move on to our hot takes or new hot takes. I would like to once again apologize to the Buffalo Bills. We were very wrong. That is all. And now for our hot takes for the 2022-23 NFL year. Let's start off with a very hot topic. One that might make some Steelers fans mad, but I don't care. I'm a Ravens fan. The Steelers will have their very first losing season since... 2003. Mike Tomlin has done you all a favor, but without Big Ben, you're not going to the playoffs anymore. You're not going to have a winning season. So I think that the Steelers will not have a winning season because Kenny Pickett is still a rookie, too green for me. Um, Deontay Johnson is not going to do it all himself. Mm-hmm. They don't now. Najee Harris is pretty good. His rookie season was great. Don't get me wrong. I don't think that the running that he that he will be able to support the running game enough for them to have a winning season, and the O line won't be able to give Kenny Pickett the time he needs. Now the defense, they do have the all time sack leader, but I still think that the secondary will kind of be their downfall. But I ultimately think that it's the quarterback position that will lead them to not having a winning season. Mike Tomlin is going to pull every trick out of the hat that he possibly can. But as it stands, the Steelers will not have a winning season this year. Now it's time for my hot take. And in my opinion, this take is like about three levels harder than the one that he just said. Um, I think that Jameis Winston and the Saints will go on to make the wild card. Now, that that is that's a very hot take. Without Drew Brees, the Saints are. I'm gonna say the Saints are mid, but uh, Jameis Winston, I think that he can actually step up this season and he can make something happen. Alvin Kamara going to jail. We don't talk about that, but I think that uh, despite their running back who's in jail, um, <laughs> despite that, I think that the um, I think that the Saints are still going to be able to pull through and make it to at least. At least the first round of playoffs. Who in jail? Alvin Kamara. He jumped a guy. Now, let's oh talk about God. one more hot take before we move on to our takeaways. 
I think that Z- with the addition of Zadarius Smith, the mm-hmm. Vikings will f- will go right back to the whoa, playoffs after whoa, after. Whoa, uh, whoa, sir, uh, are you? Whoa, Mm-mm. Dad's here. I had to step in on this one. For the Vikings to go to the playoffs, that's almost what it sounded like you were gonna say. And I'm sorry, even though your team wins meaningless games, um, there's no way that's going to happen. For the Vikings to go to the playoffs, they either have to be the number one team in the Mm -hmm. NFC North. They either have to win the division and there's, you know, one team who's they're dead inside, but they are still kind of good. But then also the Vikings, no matter what, they always struggle with. The Bears. So I say that the hot take is the Bears are going to be the surprising rival for the top. They may not get to the top of the NFC North, but they are going to make a good run for it. They are going to surprise some people. There are some things that are going to come out uh, of that huddle. There's some things that are going to come off that sideline that no one else is looking for. No one else was ready for. And they are going to be the surprise team in the NFC this year. Well, I know you said that um, the Bears have have given the Vikings trouble, but last year didn't look like it at all. Um, if you look right here, sir, it says thirty-one to seventeen. Yeah, we fired that coach and the GM. But here's the thing: the Vikings have everything you guys don't. A good team. They have an accurate us. Uh, all right, a, a part. We're not going to talk about Kirk Cousins. They have Dalvin Cook, one of the best running bats in the league. They have Justin Jefferson, the top three receiver in the league. Adam Thielen, best slot receiver in the league. They have a top 10 defense with the addition of Zadarius Smith, who has more tackles than he does games played. And that is why they will beat the Detroit Lions. What? I mean, it might be a hard game, but they might be able to do it. Just maybe. Third, our takeaways. And now for our takeaways. One takeaway I have is from the Ravens-Cardinals game. Isaiah Likely's mm-hmm. insane performance against the Cardinals. He had 100 yards in a single half. He is fighting to be on the starting roster. He has he has insane worth that work ethic and that is the same work ethic i need if i want to make the starting roster on my cbc team now there now there are a lot of dogs in the ravens there's a lot of dogs on the cbc team and i need to have that same fighting spirit isaiah likely has if i want to be if i want to become a starter and if i want to push my game to the next level um and now for my takeaway um i know that uh i looked at this I looked at this particular player last week as well, but I have to just talk about it again. Tevin Jenkins, he's actually been amazing this whole preseason. Now, the real question is, is his performances, are they um, real? Or, like, is it going to transfer into the regular season or not? But the reason I'm taking away from Tevin Jenkins is because he... The entire preseason, since he's been drafted, has been working his butt off to get to that starting spot. He's been working his butt off to help his team, to help his players, to help his quarterback, to help his coaches. And he's been working his butt off to get that money. He's been going as hard as he can. He's been doing as much as he could. And here's a a little stat. He's played 160 offensive snaps 
and has only allowed two sacks. For Justin Fields, two sacks, that's a very little number. Now, Tevin, Tevin Jenkins has made a very big difference in the um, Bears O-line. And if I can have that big of an impact on football team, on my football team, whether it be me playing on the Panthers, whether it be me playing on a different team, whether it be me playing in high school, or maybe whether it be me playing in college, I need to have that same mindset, that same dominance that Tevin Jenkins has shown in the preseason these past weeks. Okay, and that is all for today's show. We will be back next week to see our predictions fared and to see what more we can take away to become a better football player. This has been the Anderson Weekly Football Recap, and we will see you later. As long as we do our homework.